like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Rob Flitton on the line, and he is the founder over at Profiting from Conflict. Rob, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. So with a title like that, Profiting from Conflict, I'm excited to get into your company and how you're helping your clients. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, you know, I grew up in a sort of a very cold northern Canadian town. And uh, I always knew from about age 12, because my family used to travel to California all the time, that I wanted to be an American. And I got lucky enough to move to Vancouver, B.C. in the 1980s, where I started out as a lender, uh, making loans to real estate developers. And then one, one day, one of those developers offered me a job being their acquisitions guy. And so I got to buy development sites throughout Vancouver. And then during the savings and loan crisis in about 1990, I got uh, shipped down to Seattle to buy properties for the company there, which was a huge opportunity for me. And so basically for the last 30 years throughout different areas on the west coast of the U.S., I've been doing major site acquisitions, and I'm presently doing that in Southern California. For a, I'm a regional director for a small boutique land development company. And out of that profession, basically I developed a real high set of skills in the world of negotiation because I've obviously had to negotiate, you know, some pretty sizable deals and uh, really get good terms. And so, you know, I used to get sent to various negotiation schools and workshops. And so starting about 15, 20 years ago, I began developing my own sort of theories and thoughts. And from that, I've put together a little business I call Profiting from Conflict. And uh, the goal is to complete the book I'm working on right now, which is about 75% done. And I'm, out, I'm rolling out a um, training business for people in business to learn more about how to negotiate um, or teach their teams how to negotiate better in the marketplace. And um, that's what brought me here to Southern California. I wanted to make this my, my home going forward for that business. Man, that's awesome. I, I love your story. And um, one of the things I like is that you're dead in the middle of, um, of taking these, uh, these, the skill set that you've gathered over 20 years or so and, or more uh, in negotiating, and in, you're, now you're creating your own business with it. So there's some other people that are listening right now that are in your, they're in your similar situation. So maybe they, were, um, they have a, a, a different backgrounds, but they've also spent a lifetime in terms of working years in a career, and they have this, this drive or this want to kind of package those concepts into something that they can create a business out of. Um, and, but what kind of advice would you give to the person that's out there listening to this right now that's a couple steps behind on that part of the journey um, that you've already been able to do? So what, what kind of advice would you give them to making their, their idea a reality? Well, you know, uh, I'm not sure who said it or if I'm paraphrasing it right, but dreams are dreams until we write them down and act on them. Um, you know, so I'm sure that everybody has something that they feel very strongly about. And there's this word I like called integrity, which I think is misunderstood. And integrity actually means that the thoughts in your minds are the actions in your life. 
And it's a terrible sadness when the things they can dream about don't come into action. And so write them down, start playing, and, and get it done. You know, work on it every day. There's only so many things you can focus on, though, so you have to sort of delimit what you can focus on. And sometimes you, you know, work in a job that doesn't allow you to do every what you want to do every day, but you can still do it at night and on the weekends and, and sort of buy and negotiate for time in your own personal relationships, work on those things. It's critically important, though, because... Life's short, right? I love it. It's great advice there. Um, Rob, let's switch it up a bit. I, I know you got into, uh, you know, you, you kind of scratched the surface in what you're doing over at Profiting from Conflict. Let's go a little bit deeper. Um, so uh, you, uh, you said it's about negotiating, of course, and, and, and the way you developed this was over the years of the skills in your methodology that you've created in, in successful negotiations yourself. Um, what kind of things can are, do you think that, you know, the average business person out there is doing um, wrong in negotiating? Let's start there. Great question. I get this asked all the time, and it really is pretty simple, actually. Our culture does not train us to be very good negotiators. And our culture also trains us to sort of be, uh, or that it's an unpleasant thing to have to do or sort of a tacky thing to have to do to haggle over things. But, you know, learning how to haggle and, and uh, learning how to negotiate is critically important because you're doing it all the time in your personal and business life. So one of the first things I tell people is that most of what's truly valuable in negotiation is not yet seen. It's hidden from view. And, you know, you've got to try and get at it somehow. Um, so one of the things that they make a mistake on is they try to get right down to business. They try to just get into a logical framework right away, you know, position against position, trying to figure out um, a, a, to solve it, to, you know. But other cultures are much more patient and they take their time. And what you really want to do is sort of, you know, take and elongate the process to whatever degree you can, develop an empathetic listening point of view so that you can learn something. Your goal is not to, you know, tell other people what you know, it's to find out what they know so that you can sort of craft some new thing. And the, my favorite word in negotiation is non-obvious. In fact, the subtitle of my book is Hunting for Non-Obvious Value in a Negotiation. You're looking for the things that are not yet seen. Anybody can sort of transactionally barter over an apple. But, you know, maybe there's something about the Apple seller uh, that you can make a much bigger deal out of if you found out that he had some particular need or angst that's going on in his life, and it can become much more profitable for you. So that's the Man, big thing. I, I love that, and you're so right. I just had this discussion the other day. I was like, uh, you know, other cultures are much better than I would argue the American culture for ne for negotiating. And uh, so, and I, I just had this uh, this argument. I was like, you know, when um, you go to Mexico or you go to somewhere else, and you're like that, where we're negotiating in a market or something else is just commonplace. It's every day. It's not seen as bad or anything else. Like there's a price, and then you want a deal, right? And that's just part of the way it's done. Um, is we don't do that here. So we're we're Totally, uh, in my opinion, sitting ducks at times. <laughs> That's a great, well, great insight, well, Rob. Um, so that being said, what are some? Um, obviously, I want I want the listeners to follow up, and we're going to get into your website and the book launch. And I'm and when the book comes out, I definitely want you back on the show because uh, I I love to help. Number one, I love to help authors um, promote. I'm, I'm all about that. But number two, um, I want you to teach us some things directly from the book after the after the book's out, so that uh, so the audience uh, can go and grab that. Um, but that being said, what is what's a simple thing or two that you think that um, and and someone can do to, to increase their negotiating skills just in their day-to-day -day life. It doesn't have to be in business, just in day-to-day. -day. 
Well, I could run through two or three real quick things. And the first thing is, and it would take a lot to explain, so I'll just touch on it, is you have to mm-hmm. learn how to be self-interested. And that doesn't mean opposed to the other party. It means to learn how to be self-interested so that you don't get taken advantage of and make bad compromises. The whole thing about meet me in the middle or uh, split the difference, you know, that's not your job in a negotiation. Your job is to extract maximum value within a sort of an ethical framework. So the first thing you have to do is be what I call worthy of winning yourself. You have to look inwardly or internally into your own organization. You can't take bad apples to market and expect top price. So you need to deal internally before you deal externally. Um, And then I use this concept called five to one. You know, for every piece of information you give the other side, try to get five. Um, Concession management, learn how to make concessions. You only make concessions in a trading of value for value framework. You don't just make concessions. They're always if then. Well, if I do this, then will you do that? And basically, most people are not very good because they have a, a sort of a compromise persona right out of the gates. They want fairness, but you know, fairness is is just this sort of ethereal, abstract thing. What you really need to do is learn how to haggle, and haggling is this you know old-fashioned skill that's been around for ever, and um, we just stigmatize it in this culture where we shouldn't. Because haggling is what clarifies. Haggling is what clarifies market values. And it's a, it's a way of saying no to the other side that isn't offensive and making them better their own deal. This is awesome, Rob. I can't wait to get you back on the show so that book's out. I'm excited to read it. I appreciate it. Um, so, Rob, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information or to follow up, um, what's the best way for them to learn about profiting from conflict? profitingfromconflict.com. Uh, I have a web page up now, and they can sign up for updates or email updates, which they'll get, or there's a contact page there and they can get in touch. I actually get dozens of questions every month from people asking me for pointers and, and examples of how I might deal with something, and I have a get in touch button there that they can click on and ask me anything they want, and I'll answer. I answer every question. Oh, that's awesome, Rob. Well, hey, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about your background and tips in negotiating. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the iTunes store, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Rob, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.